Hello and welcome to season two of Two Bloops in a Blast. I am one of your hosts, Russ Wolf, and with me is Preston Shaw. What's up, Russ? What's up? So, season two starting off just how season one did. Just awesome. you and me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if uh, anyone out there is wondering, um, we are missing uh, two of our other podcasters. Um, couldn't make it today, so we're going to be flying the originals. Yeah. I mean, we've been missing John for, I think, the last five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows when he's coming back. But, yeah, Michael's usually here. So Yeah. And, yes, glad that you're here. Yes, yes. Uh, we had a near-death um, experience. <laughs> no, uh, Pretty scary uh, stuff. Yeah, just just uh, a simple uh, surgery. Yeah. That's, I'm now a member of the No Appendix Club. So, Welcome. Yes. But I still have mine. Michael. <laughs> Michael member as well. I took him to the hospital yeah. in college when he had his removed. Yeah, it was it was not fun leading mm-hmm. up to that. No. It was like eight consecutive grueling hours of I mean just like it just felt like something was slowly growing in my stomach. At the end it felt like I was gonna be in like aliens. Like uh-huh. it felt like something was gonna come out of my stomach. And it was uh, it was pretty awful. The, the best part of it, I, I came um, the next day to, to see him and... Uh, brought me in the flurry. Yeah, brought you some ice cream. Um, Nick Flurry, yeah. But uh, the, um, his wife was here talking and it was perfect. It was it was classic. She was telling me the story and saying how all day she was just telling him to suck it up and yeah. the, pain, the pain isn't that bad. And, and I, was, I know. She was just telling him it was cat's pains and she was rubbing his stomach and he was like, it was making it worse. I know. She was like, and she was mean to me. Like genuinely mean. I could totally see I, it too. I got up, I woke up at like five in the morning and I was in pain. And for like an hour and a half, I was awake, I was awake just in pain. She started rubbing my stomach. I was like, I'm like, this is like excruciating. I can't go back to sleep. She was like, well, here, I'll give you some Apica-Selsa PN. Uh-huh. So, and it knocked me out. She gave me like two or three pills. So it actually, I fell asleep and uh, in the middle of my appendicitis. Yeah, attack. just, just <laughs> no, knocked me out. I know. So she knocked me out. And then I was like, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to wake up. And I woke up and I was like really groggy. Like mm-hmm. two hours later, I woke up. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the Alka-Selsa was still in yeah. effect. So I woke and I was like really groggy and tired. And I was like, well, I feel a little better now though. I'm okay. So I'll get up. I got up and it was like, you know, I was like, it's still a little like, it still feels like it's like a gas or something. That's what it just felt like. It's mm-hmm. gas pain. And I was like, all right, but it'll be fine. So I got up and I was like, all right, I need to do this, this, this. So I was going to go to the tag agency. I got it. I had to go do a couple other errands. Uh, and uh, yeah, I went back to, I went to the OCU to drop off some books. Yeah. To, and they, <laughs> I get to OCU after, it was probably like noon, and I was like, God, I was like sweating, and it was like, I could feel this, like, it was just getting worse, uh-huh. like the pain in my stomach, you know, I got, I got up at like nine, like three hours later, it was even, you know, it was just like it was at five in the morning, I was like, alright, I was like, something, I was like, man, I just gotta go to the bathroom, I guess, or something, so, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, but I don't really have to go, you know, nothing, you know, I, I just didn't, yeah. And I, I, I was just like, what I, I called back. She called her my mother-in-law. And she's like, go get gas X at Walgreens. <laughs> so 
I went to Sonic for Becca, my wife, and then I went to <laughs> the Walgreens, got the, the Gas X. It's like $19. <laughs> and At least you have it now yes, for backup. I, I, I never used it my entire life, and I, I, I took two, three pills. I did more than the, the suggested dose. Uh-huh. An hour later, it said 30 minutes. It, it'll take effect. An hour later, I'm in more pain than I was when I took Okay, so this is not working. Yeah. I went and told Becca, and at this point, she's mad at me. <laughs> Kellen's my son. He's screaming, having fit. She's, like, trying to do something in the kitchen, and I couldn't do it. I was just, like, laying down, and she was just, like, thinking I was being a lazy bum. Mm. And I was like, I, you know, she's like, Are you, can you, like, do it? And I was like, I I can't do anything right now. I was like, my stomach just hurts. She's like, she looks at me, and she goes, okay, then just go to the doctor. <laughs> just like that. I was like, I was like, I, I might. And, she, and, and uh, she's like, we'll just call Access Medical. And I was like, and, and she was just being a total smart. Not uh-huh. like taking anything seriously. Right. And then I was, I, I was like, you know what? I was like, you never take this seriously. Then it kind of led to a fight. <laughs> I'm like nine hours into an appendicitis attack. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then Classic. she, she tells me, uh, uh, that she she called her mom actually again mm-hmm. and told her it's not working and her mom's like how much is going on blah 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 and I, and I told her and I told her where the pain was she's like you're having an appendix you're you're having appendicitis right now she's like you need to go to the ER not the doctor yeah <laughs> and and she was like I can ninety nine percent sure say that's what it is right now and I was like all right so she got in the car got the kid put him in took me to the ER. I like walk in there and I'm just like in so much pain uh-huh. and you know I go up there and I'm like expecting there to be a hundred people right. just waiting there and there's like three people there and I was like great perfect waiting room's empty basically mm-hmm. and and I told her like my symptoms as soon as I walked in and they actually called me back first before the other people because nice. yeah, I mean, they, they yeah, knew they exactly know. She had, the last question she asked me <clears throat> was do I have my appendix and I was like yes <laughs> so you know went back they, they put me on like this painkiller right away and mm-hmm. it took effect and, and then it was fine the doctor came back they ran tests he was like your white blood cells high you're most likely having appendicitis but we're gonna run a CT they did they said yeah it's appendicitis we need to remove it yeah so that's it so take it out doc right now took, took it out went home that night so no no overnight oh good days. yeah I didn't know that yeah and yeah. then uh, and then and then have for the last two weeks Pretty much just got caught up on every show that I've been behind on. Nice. I've watched the last season of Community, the mm-hmm. last season of The League, which was really funny. Uh, season four of House of Cards. I don't think you watch it. No, we, so. we don't. You need to watch House I, of Cards. I know. It's, I I've mean, always it's heard good, good great. things. It's like I didn't think I'd like it. I was like, it's much really slow and kind mm-hmm. of boring. It's po- political and stuff. Dude, it's awesome. Kevin Spacey. Nice. Awesome. But anyway. Uh, that and then uh, what's the other one? And then you on yeah, when you no. came over that night yeah. or the next day, you were like, "Watch Stranger Things yeah. on Netflix." I was like, "Ah, I was, you know, I was, was kind of dabbling, thinking about that. I saw it up there. Uh-huh. It looked interesting." And watched one episode. Uh-huh. Watched about half of second one right after, and I was like, "I got interrupted. I had to go do something. Didn't get to watch it again for the rest of the day. I had to." To do like I didn't have to do anything. I was what was it? What did I have done? I think I 
think I was just in a lot of pain. I was on painkillers and I fell asleep. That's mm-hmm. what it was. But anyway, the next day, like my third day of recovery or something, it was probably, I, I was off painkillers by then. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I just started it that morning and I finished the whole season that day. Nice. It's just awesome. Dude. It's awesome, huh? It's a it's an eight episode um, season, and if uh, if anybody out there, it's on Netflix, and it is like everybody's talking about it anyway. Like, there's been a lot of buzz about it, you know. A lot of people on Facebook have been talking about it. It's super popular. They um, actually renewed for season two of it already. Um, yeah, they it's had to. it's amazing. It so it got nine point two stars on IMDb. Loved it for anybody that likes the eighties. First off, it's perfectly set in the 80s they do a great job yeah even, it's, even it's filmed like an 80s movie it's written yeah exactly go ahead yeah and like even the title screen stranger thing just reminds you of like an 80s movie Dude, and the the music yeah the music the, the theme is just so 80s uh-huh yeah the, i don't know how to explain it right it's right just 80s I mean, oh yeah they picked i mean they did a perfect job of the duffy or duffer brother brother duffer yeah i think it's duffer brothers um so anybody out there Check it out. If you don't want to hear about it, we're going to spoil a little bit of it right now because it's so good we okay. want to talk about so it. So now, stop listening. <laughs> so skip ahead probably two or three minutes. <laughs> yeah. It, after, so, the, real, after the first episode, like uh-huh. I told you, I knew I was, I was like, this is an awesome show. Because, yeah. you know, it has a monster in it. Right. And did, did the overall feel... Did you did you think it was like what I said? Uh, like it's a perfect mix of Steven Spielberg and Stephen King. Exactly. I mean, hundred percent. Right? It was so a Stephen uh, Stephen King like novel. Right. I was like, yeah, this is some you know, it was like one of his old books. It just seems like mm-hmm. you read from the eighties. Right. And I was like, you know, about a parallel universe with mm-hmm. these monsters and these kids who are just obsessed with uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yeah. Are, are, uh, you know, they get mixed up in this whole thing. Yeah, because the main story plotline is you kind of follow these kids, and um, they're in a small town, and they come across another, like, young kid that has powers. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to figure out a whole um, mystery because their friend is taken by a monster. The first episode. The yeah. first he's, episode. He's, he just faints. They don't know it's a monster. He just finishes. Right. And then, and then they fake, like, the F, or yeah. whoever, NSA, or, it's just this secret organization. Yeah, the, the Department of Energy. That's what they called it, but, right. what, or, I don't know what I it think was. it really is that. Okay. But, but that's where they did, like, really top secret stuff anyway. And, and, and wasn't it, like, okay, I wanted to make sure I got this right. Um, so, initially, they had the girl from those MK Ultra experiments mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. And the pregnant women had... And went through all those psychedelic tests, right. and, and their children had these powers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so they're running tests. She's eleven. I'm assuming the eleventh one. Mm-hmm. And what I'm assuming, or what I I, I wasn't 100 percent sure on, was did she unlock the parallel universe? She did. That's what. Okay. Yeah. Because her pa- powers were, you know, she was able to communicate like telepathically to Russian spies. That's kind of what they're using her first off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one, one of the times she came out of it, she told the doctor, the main guy, the main scientist that I think she said something was there and that's all she kind of knew. And she could feel this presence of this monster in this parallel universe. Well, the doctor was like, well, communicate with it. Mm -hmm. And so when she started communicating with it, 
and she touched it, it kind of like exploded and locked and unlocked the gate, the gate to mm-hmm. our world and connecting this parallel universe. Yeah, to where we could go through. Sort of. Yeah. But, and he could come through too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, so he would just kind of come in and out, but mm-hmm. uh, I loved like the whole light thing, how they did that. I was like, yeah. this is so cool. Yeah. It was, it was really, yeah, it was a good, unique. She way. created like a Ouija board with uh-huh. Christmas lights. So yeah. And that was really unique. It was really smart, like a really smart way to uh, piece up a lot of things together. And what I loved about the show too, and I told my wife this too, she loved it too. So it's a great show for um, couples out there to watch together. Um, uh, so what I told my wife was sometimes when I'm watching a movie or a show and there's like everybody is finding out different things at the same time, but they're all trying to go for the same thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of bugs me that no one just like stops and sits down and everybody talks and figures it out mm-hmm. because everybody was p- piecing together different pieces and stuff. But what I really liked in the show is it really seemed realistic how everybody was differently piecing together what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like it, with it, the sheriff, and yeah, it, the sheriff is you know piecing together stuff. Um, uh, no, 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 writer. The, uh, yeah, she's the mom. The mom. Of she's the missing boy. Will, the missing boy. So she's piecing together stuff. And so, and the Well, kids, she was the only one. Like, she was. Everybody thought she was crazy at first. Right. Mm-hmm. But then the sheriff was doing some investigating, and he was yeah. like, she might not be crazy right. after all. And so that's what I thought was so cool is everybody was still trying to do the same thing and, and piecing together everything. And then they do kind of all come together naturally. Yeah, but it was from different angles. Right, from yeah, different yeah, angles. Exactly. Yeah. And that was so cool. I was like, okay, cool. So they do come together. So it is like a kind of big team up to kind of the last two episodes are just trying to figure everything out with everybody. Yeah. Which was so good. It. I mean, it was like really, really like a pleasant surprise. Just how right. I, I never, I, I really didn't hear of it until you told me. You were the first one that watched it. Yeah. But I've seen it on, you know, the Netflix stream. You know, right. It pops up. And then when you told me about it, I looked it up on IMDb. It got nine point two stars. I was like, "That's that's like a seriously legit show." Right. Like Game of Thrones, nine point four, I think. So yeah. Right there. Um, but yeah, and I was like, "I gotta watch this." And it's something that you knew I would love it. Uh huh. What I told Preston too is, I wish X Files when they came back was more like this show. Like you can dedicate eight episodes to actually do a whole arc, and that's what I thought was cool. They didn't drag it out. There's not like 10 episodes, there's not 13. Yes. It's a perfect amount of eight just to tell your story and get out. And it's perfect. Every beat to beat is great. And you don't feel like there's anything that they need to cut out. Well, and that's what was like, so that's what's great about Netflix too, because the episodes can be however long they want. Yeah. You know, there was like, I think there was a 40 minute episode and there was some 55 and yeah. an hour minute or hour episodes. And and that's, you know, because Netflix has that flexibility, uh, whereas regular TV doesn't. And, it, I mean, it had kind of like, like, I love Breaking Bad. That's my favorite show ever. And mm-hmm. they, like, that writer was perfect. He didn't drag it on. Yeah. It was like five seasons. And, like, two or three of the seasons only had, like, six or seven episodes, you know? So right. he, was, he was like, that's it. No mm-hmm. more. You know, I'm not making this thing longer. And that's how this felt, like, eight episodes. Yeah. Now he's going to, uh, hopefully, I don't know how they're going to, necessarily continue it like maybe if they're gonna attack it from a different angle right because it seemed yeah. resolved yeah because that's what i liked about it and 
I was almost hoping, because it was called Stranger Things, I was actually hoping it was going to be more like a Twilight Zone kind of series. Yeah, uh, and, 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 and anthology. Yes, yeah, like yeah. It, it would just be this story, and then they were going to pick up in a whole different town, a whole different story, something else yeah. freaky. Just like an American Horror Story. Right, yeah. but they're, they're not. They're, they are going to continue, it, yeah. continue it. And they do leave a lot of things unanswered, and there's a few pieces here and there. But really, truly, it is a great, just, it can stand alone, because I kind of like the mysteries that you still don't know 100% of everything. No, you don't. And I'm like, that's it could just leave like that, but the way they leave the last, the very last scene almost, um, Will, the kid that was gone the whole season, is they do get him back, and he kind of spits out like this kind of monster slug yeah, yeah. thing. So you kind of know, but see, that was, I thought that would have been kind of cool, just to drop it, Leave you know. It there, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it was so popular, so why not do? But it? I mean, was that good? I'm, I trust them; they can season. continue it going, yeah, or keep it going. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Really happy I watched that. Yeah, and uh, speaking of like keeping things short and sweet, um, Game of Thrones. Did you hear that they're gonna do seven episodes in the next finale? Right. So they're gonna do two seasons, seven and eight, um, and they're gonna be done. And so, season seven, the one coming up, is only going to have seven episodes. Okay. And then, the next is only going to be, they're, you know, thinking there's only going to be eight in season eight also. Okay. So, again, short and sweet, you know, they are going to just get action, action, action. I think they're just going to tell a story that they want and be able to not have any filler anymore. Okay. Which was great about season six. Oh, I mean... Okay, spoilers now for uh, Game of Thrones. I mean, if you, I, mean, I, I got spoiled in Game of Thrones all the time, and I had to just start watching it. Live, I know. So. What was your? I mean, this season, I think is, I mean, of course, I think it's the best season by far. Yeah. Because it was perfect. Because season before was like literally pretty slow, and it built up to this season, and then this season was just like boom action, boom action. Everything all the storylines were all the storylines were converging. Yeah. And what is about to take place right which is you know Daenerys is setting sail the alliance with the uh, iron which was board. so cool the, yeah, with her dragons just I coming I'm like I love her god they're gonna just destroy Westeros I, I know it's gonna be awesome <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be burn that yeah they're just gonna steamroll it but at the same time I was like Cersei's back at the very end when she blows up everybody I, and I love that. I hate Cersei, but yeah. she is so awesome on the show. Because, of course, this last season, they kind of made her, they downplayed her power. She kind of seemed weak. Yeah. And you were just like, dang, she got put in her place. Yeah. And then, nope, she's back. Oh, yeah. She like, just blew everybody up. Uh, my favorite scene in it, other than the end, was when, uh, you know, she has her gigantic, the mountain, this zombie, whatever, uh -huh. it's her guard, personal guard. And, yeah. And, and they're trying to come get her for the trial uh -huh. and she's like no not <laughs> yeah. taking me and then they're like well you can do this the uh the the, the peaceful way or the violent way and she goes i choose violence yeah. and then the guy just like rips that guy's head off uh -huh. and i was like that was an awesome story. oh yeah that was awesome that was classic and what was what was your favorite part of the whole season <sighs> that's tough um maybe when daenerys came out of the tomb naked no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm, but seriously. I mean, no, really, but... <laughs> on fire. Yes. No, that, that was, was pretty That was actually a cool season, killing the Dothraki yeah. generals. Yeah, just showing her. 
kind Sour. of all the cat calls or whatever it was that she was killing me. Yeah. And then, uh, but I loved it when she blew up the church. Or yeah, she just bombed it with the queen in there and everything. Mm-hmm. Just didn't care. Right, didn't care. And then her son like killed himself, and yeah. she just didn't even seem that upset. Like she seemed sad, but she she knew it was coming. Yeah. Because she was like, yeah, the witch said it. To yeah, the witch. Dead. Yeah. So, I was like, yeah, this is just setting up for a violent oh, yeah. finale. I, well, what I loved was the, the Battle of the Bastards yes. episode. Oh my gosh, like... Battle oh, of the Bastards. The, I think that's what the episode was called, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, and because what I loved about that battle... And I mean, I've been watching movies forever. I think the closest battle to that was Braveheart. You know, like, mm-hmm. really intense and up close, but yeah. this was, like, 100% seemed more realistic also. Yeah. It was so cool. Like, he was even getting buried by bodies, and he was, like, trying to catch his breath. Yeah, and, he, like, was, he was, like, getting asphyxiated. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I mean, the battle scenes, I mean, they, it was choreographed beautifully. They had great, great up-close shots, and you really could follow the action really well. Yeah. And it was, like, it was, it was perfect. And, of course, how it ended was just so... Yeah, you were so relieved. Yeah, the way it started and ended. Yeah. Just how she was, or how the, uh, what's his name? The uh, Bolt Ramsey. Yeah. How he was, just goes out there and he takes uh, John Snow's little brother and he's like, all right, go. Yeah. And then he just starts shooting arrows at him. Uh-huh. And then the last one, of course, just drives right through his heart and then oh. it just set John yep. off. sets it off. And it was like, yep, that's exactly what um, he was going to get under your skin and do that, so. That was an exciting, uh, uh, Oh, oh yeah, man. and then the Knights of the Vale come and like save the day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I knew something. Really I was like, John Snow, they can't kill him again. I know. I mean, they just can't. They got so like, much shit from it last time. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping, but now, because I want John Snow and Daenerys to hook up. But I don't think but they they're can. brother and sister. They're related. I don't know if they're brother and sister. Are they? Yeah, their dad. They're half sister, half brother. Half. Okay. Their dad is. Uh, they're. Uh, a Aegon. I can't remember. I think it's Aegon. So uh, you, you learned that in one of the flashbacks, too, that he's not Jon Snow's bastard, also. Yeah, so it was. You, or, but he doesn't know that yet. We just know as viewers. Nobody, yeah, nobody knows. Just right. him. Or just, just us. And and John, or uh, Ned Stark. Yeah. Who was supposedly his dad. Yeah. But we find out because uh, the Third Eye Raven, forget his name, what's his new, the new name? I mean, what's his name? One of the stars. Bran? Yeah. He went back and saw the whole thing again, right? So he knows. Yes. So yeah, that's how. He does know. So hopefully he's going to tell him. Yeah, that's that's probably how it'll come about. Because yeah. Daenerys wouldn't know. Right. And, well, I think they're going to hook up. And and then it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be revealed. And they're going to be like. After too late. And oh, like, well. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, incest was like common. But right. Like, anyway, so it's like, eh, we'll just live up to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah, so that was great. Um, so this next new season, I mean, it's going to be awesome. It's just going to be action packed and just going balls to the wall. It's going to be good. I'm going to be like truly depressed when the season series is over. I know it's going to be sad. Every show that ends, like you know, I remember Dexter was my favorite show at the time, mm-hmm. and when it ended, I was sad. But I was like, I still have Breaking Bad, and then Breaking Bad, the last season of that is the greatest season. Yeah, any show I've ever seen, and that I was like, "What's next? What could be better?" I know, and, and then I just 
I had Game of Thrones. I got it on Blu-ray from my mother-in-law for Christmas. And I had it for two years. I didn't watch it. I mean, I... I know, I, I remember telling you to like watch it. it. I was yeah. like, I didn't know. I didn't know, like, it had, like, the dragons. I thought it was just about, like, you know, these... And which is something I would like, you know. Mm. Uh, uh, I like Braveheart. I like the... But I was like, I just... I was like, it's a show, you know. It's whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Little did I know. <laughs> that I was, you know, had a gold just sitting there. Oh, so, yeah. And, and you, know, my, you know, my wife loves it. Everybody I talk to loves it. Yeah, it's one of those shows. It's, I mean, of course, it's the thing that everybody's watching uh, and talking about just in pop culture right now. So that's what's so fun about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're going to have to go back to Walking Dead. We've actually dropped off of Which, Walking oh, Dead. You're right there. And we're going to wait for Netflix for Walking Dead now. Which, so we're going to be about, we're going to be a year behind now, me and my wife. But there'll be shows in between. Yeah. That can keep you up. But I, I, yeah, Walking Dead's still there. I like Fear the Walking Dead. Um, that's about it. House of Cards. Yeah. And yeah, I'll need to try House of Cards. And Man in the High Castle, have you been watching that yet? No, I need to. That's, season that's two is about to start. Yeah, that's going to start up. That's is that awesome. on Netflix or Amazon? No, that's Amazon Prime. So. Yeah, I don't have. Don't be on what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How but, do you figure I go about this? Yeah. I'm going to need your account. <laughs> well, that's illegal now. It is? Yeah. Did you, you not see that? Netflix, you can. Nope. No, that's it. The, uh, the uh, court just ruled on it about a month ago. Oh. No, I haven't heard. Yeah, What'd you, they rule on? <laughs> that you can't share your account and you could be legally um, prosecuted. Well, but Netflix gives you... You can do it on four different... Yeah. You can create, you can have four different accounts right. on one account. Yeah. You could still do that because we still yeah. have that. Yeah. I have four but, accounts. But you're not supposed to share it with somebody. Okay. Like your password and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I wonder, like, I was like, I bet they're losing serious revenue with, yeah. this, with this whole. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, I know technically then they came out with some other, like, um, you know, uh, articles and stuff about, like, they're not going to technically try to go out and start arresting, like, families and stuff but it was really cutting down on people that were doing it big time illegally and trying to like you know I mean copy and sell, you know like just distribute that's distribute. probably what they were going after was yeah because the, there's some people that were just doing some crazy stuff with it so so now they legally can go after those big people yeah yeah I see but yeah I'm uh I'm living uh, the bachelor life right now because my uh, uh, wife went uh, up to Kansas to see her family for the weekend, so nice. I'm kind of nice. chilling and and uh, she got the kiddo. I'm yeah, yeah, she or she just home by herself. Yeah, yeah Rhett's just sleeping she's, at home. Okay. I decided to come here. She's, she's three; she can take care of herself. <laughs> but um, yeah, speaking of bachelor and yeah, yeah, bachelorette yeah. and stuff like that, that's something that we uh, have gotten into. Oh, well, I just this is my and, first yeah, year is, of the bachelor slash bachelor bachelorette slash bachelor just started bachelor in paradise. Yes, which is. So good. Anybody out there, if you're a guy, you just need to start watching this stuff because it, it's filled with drama and it's hilarious it's, stuff. It's, I mean, I, I watch it kind of to make fun. I mean, it's yeah. just fun because it's just fun. Yeah. These scenarios with these dates, I'm like, this is so cheesy. Right. I could, Becca's like, you could not do this. I mean, she's like, you would get on there and just be like, nah, <laughs> I disqualify <laughs> myself. Because I can't even pretend that shit. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it. it's great. I mean, they make great TV. They got it down to a science now. They pretty much just roll in the top person to come into Bachelor or Bachelorette, mm -hmm. vice versa. So everybody kind of knows them. And then Bachelor in Paradise is 
kind of taking all the rejects from the past seasons <laughs> and putting them on a beautiful island or a beautiful beach with a lot of alcohol. And, yeah, it's just a sex fest, basically, <laughs> is what it seems. This is my first year, again, and it's only one episode. But, but I, real quick, I want to say this. Yeah. I am, after, because I waited till the second episode to decide on both of them, but, but I'm two for two on choosing... Calling out the, the winners. Nice. So I chose Lauren H. after the second episode. Wow. Because remember I told you, I was like, your wife looks like Lauren H. Yeah. Right after, like, after the first couple episodes. Right. It's because I was like, that's going to be the winner. And, yes. uh, and then this one, I mean, I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be Jordan Rogers after yeah. the first one. And then after the second one, I was like, yeah, it's so Jordan Rogers. And uh, Beck was, she, she is an idiot because she just, she looks on reality Steve or whatever. Uh-huh. She knows the winner before the season starts. I'm like, what? oh, she, yeah, she's still like, doing that. No, like, that's just so dumb. But, but I know it's fun to know. I mean, just, not to know because there's actually that drama in this yeah, for yeah. me, right? Whereas with her, she knows what's happening, but she doesn't know the order of elimination, right. so that's a surprise still. But I'm glad she keeps it a secret from you. Oh yeah, I told, I told, yeah. I was like, yeah, you better not ruin for me, yeah, or I won't watch it with you. <laughs> Good call. And, and she, uh, so uh, yeah, after after episode two, I was like, Jordan Rogers winning this and you know I it wouldn't like cause just cause he was Aaron Rodgers brother right. that was actually not even kind of re- I mean he was like seemed like he had a really like good personality yeah. funny witty and I mean he was like I'm, <laughs> I'm a straight man but he was the best looking guy yeah. on that show and they it, or, it, it you know she loved Jordan that whole time like she was right. just she like okay bro, you know we gotta talk about Chad yeah, yeah, but the, the Chad, but uh, leading big, into him, the big drama for this season. I know, straight out of from, Tulsa. From Tulsa, sorry. Thanks for representing. Yeah. Although I say that I love Chad. <laughs> I mean, I, he's he, he was great for the show. Yeah. They oh him. yeah. But he, uh, it, she kind of liked Chad. Like you could tell. Yeah. She was you different. Could tell. And she like really liked him, and, and she was like I, she was planning on probably keeping him, but then and she took him on that one on one with a. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. the ex-Marine, mm-hmm. she, it was just funny because I, I don't think she was decided, but then when Alex, because I, I thought Alex was such a bitch, he was just a tattletale. Yeah, he, he was. Just, he was so obsessed with Chad. <laughs> yeah. Him and Evan. I know. A weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, okay, don't, we'll, we'll get into that too in a sec, but, but Alex was like, you know, he, uh, he, uh, uh, threatened Jordan, you know, he was like, I'm gonna come find you. And uh, where you live, you know, can you probably uh-huh. get your brother's autograph. No, but you know, he, uh, he he was like, I'm gonna come find you and and, and uh, beat you up and whatever. He threat he threatened him, right? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. He said he's gonna go as, find him. As soon as she told him that, yeah, or he told her that, you know, JoJo went and found him, went and got Chad, and was like, "You're gone." Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> you don't mess with my man. Yeah, you don't mess with Jordan. <laughs> like, you knew it was Jordan the whole time. I was like, you don't mess with my man. You're gone. But um, it, it was. What do you think about? I mean, and they kind of do play it up a little bit. The drama of like Aaron Rodgers is like not a part of the family. Like the whole family kind of like is bummed. I was wondering about that. I was like, is it is the family crazy or is Aaron Rodgers a dick? Does the family mooch off him and he doesn't like that or want to mooch off him? Right. Or is Aaron Rodgers just a dick? Yeah. I don't know. You know what I kind of related to? You don't know. They said it kind of started when he. Reality Steve, again, it's a dumb website that uh-huh. my wife is. He said that it started, I think, when he dated Olivia Munn. 
Uh-huh. And, and she's, like, big into Hollywood, and, like, and, I, mean, I don't know if it, like, pulled him away like that, you know? She... And, to be and, in Hollywood more. That's what I'm assuming. And she... I don't know Olivia Munn. She did go to our high school, <laughs> apparently, did. when we were there. But, I mean, and, you know, I was like, I still don't really know who she is. I told right. Beck, I was like, she is a fake celebrity. I don't know how, I don't know why she's popular. I, not that, like, she's a bad actress. I just don't really, she's not like, she's getting bigger roles now. Right. Based on a fake celebrity. I was yeah. like, whoever her publicist is. is great. Well, she got big into, she was big into, like, nerd game journalism. She was on, really? yeah, she was on uh, G4 TV, which was like a gaming, you know, TV show, and she was host, and so she kind of got in the, you know, comic-y book, you know, arena, and kind of like in that kind of space. You know those guys love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and she was and doing video games and stuff like that, and hosting stuff, and then, yeah, and then she just kind of turned into doing more uh, actual roles and stuff, yeah, an actress now. Yeah, okay. Well, it's... But, but still, I, yeah. I, she's she's like in my mind, she should not be the most famous Olivia in Hollywood, and because Olivia Wilde, Wilde. I, mean, she, <laughs> I, I think she's so hot. So yeah. that's partially why. But it's kind of weird that she didn't blow up as much as she has. Either. I know, and she's a good actress too. Yeah, but but she anyway. Yeah, I, everybody said that it's based, or reality Steve said it's based on uh, when she started dating Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. Maybe she's just told. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know her, maybe. so I'm not calling her. Right. I have no idea. But maybe she's, you know, because they say, you know, the, the but woman are, they're can not dra- anymore, drive right? a wedge between. Yeah. But but maybe it created oh, a problem. Oh, yeah, it created a problem. I don't, I, I still don't know, but yeah. it, it could be. I, I just wanted him to pop in, you know, on their uh, hometown date and him walk in the door and say, discount double check. <laughs> I was just like, please. Like the whole season. The I was whole like, season. Rogers. <laughs> I know. Rogers. Every time Jordan came on, I was like, Rogers. Yeah. But yeah, that, that would have been. Oh, you could tell though he was bummed that, I mean, he always had to, like, Jordan always had to live in his shadow and then not being, I, I just feel like he just, he probably doesn't feel like he's a brother, like a big brother to him. You know? Yeah. That's I mean, you kind of get that feeling. You're, you're right. It, and maybe that is the case, but it's like, I mean, if Jordan, why? He doesn't have much to be bummed about. He, again, he's a very pretty guy. The guy yeah. is good looking. He's by far the best looking of the three brothers. Yeah, but for yeah, if you think about it, it's really personal for them. It's like you're losing a family member. He probably doesn't come around for holiday stuff or very seldom and stuff. You know. Yeah, I so mean, he doesn't it, look at him as like the Green Bay Packer quarterback. He looks at he, him as his brother, as, a, as we look at our brothers. Right. So, so that yeah, that's probably hard on him, but. And you could tell it is, but yeah. I mean, because but it's not like Jordan didn't live up to you know they call uh, who was it like Chad called yeah, him Chad. A, uh, you're a you're a failed NFL quarterback. Can we talk? Oh, okay. I'll wow. be a failed NFL yeah, quarterback. Please, can I be a failed running back? I <laughs> mean, I laughed at that when he said that. I, I couldn't believe someone tried to use that as an insult. Yeah, how can you even use that as an insult? That it, just doesn't even make sense. It, it, it does because I, it's like what did you say? Like only like two percent of college. Of, Play, college football players go to the NFL. Jeez. It's somewhere like, yeah, two, maybe even less. So, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's and ridiculous. It's that, so hard. And he, 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 he made a roster. Made a roster. I mean, he got a free education at Vanderbilt. Right. Let's let's not, like, overplay that either. Yeah. It, it's Vanderbilt. That's one of the best. 
colleges in the country, and he didn't have to pay for it. Right. So okay. that's enough in itself. Mm-hmm. And and now he has a job as a sportscaster. Is he an analyst now? Yeah. And th- I heard that that was kind of his goal mm-hmm. going into it. And I was like, yeah, he's so getting a job after this. Yeah. This is, I mean, he's, he would not, be a good yeah. TV personality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and it worked out for him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so it, hopefully him and JoJo work out. Yeah. They're down in Dallas right now, so hopefully they're supposed to be apparently getting a house together. So I don't know. Yeah, they, good they, luck. He's they were. He said he was moving in that day yeah. after the final rose. So. so hopefully, hopefully they work out. Yeah. yeah. How do you like Chad on uh, the Bachelor in Paradise? Awesome. I, well, he's. I hope he's. Not, I, mean, I hope they keep him <laughs> somehow. But all the future. Yeah, uh, he, I don't think he is. Unless they're. Like, I think he's holding scared. back on showing clips of him. I think the girls, I think technically the all the girls are too scared of him. Yeah. And just the way he was like he, really getting super drunk and stuff, and that's all you do is get drunk well, by the pool. Yeah, you're right, because I think they couldn't, you know, when he was he was never that drunk on The Bachelor. Right. But he was like, like I was in college. Yeah, I mean, he shit like, his pants. I, he, he actually shit his pants. I usually piss myself. <laughs> But he actually shit his pants. And, I mean, he was making no sense when he was doing like, right. murdering people and get our murder on. He just kept saying that. I was like, what are you talking about? Get our murder on. I was like, jeez, dude. Okay. But, <laughs> can't say that these days. But And, and I mean, he, he was horrifically offensive. But, okay, I'll say this. When a drunk guy is in the belligerent stage, mm-hmm. you don't antagonize him. Because he is, he doesn't really even have any control of what he's doing. And right. I, I felt like they kept antagonizing him. Especially uh, Army McArmerson, whatever uh-huh. he called her. I, that was so mean. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, that's mean. But I mean, especially, I thought she was antagonizing him. Not that she deserved what he said to her. But I thought, because they just kept, when somebody's acting like that, you just leave. Yeah. You just remove yourself from the situation and she... They just feel like, yeah, you're trying to communicate with them. He doesn't right. know what you're even talking about. Yeah. And, and of, of course, it's not going to, you know, <laughs> click yeah. in his head. But, right. And it's not going to end well. Nobody is. I, I mean, I've been a douchebag. Right. I, I mean, I'm not violent like he is. But, <laughs> well, but, because the violence is, like, I think he's on, I mean, he's definitely on steroids. Oh. First off. So, like, I was like, he's on steroids. He's roid raging when he's blacked out drunk. I think that's another thing. Like it scared the it's just scared everybody for real. Like right. you don't know. I mean, he could punch through a wall probably. So, <laughs> but Chris Harrison was 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 kind of mean to him. Yeah, he got yeah. He was like, "Oh, what do you know, Chris Harrison? You were sitting up, you know, with a rope last night. And you don't even watch the show, you Chris. So you're a hundred miles." You're 100 miles away now. You're sipping mojitos in a row. Because he said that like two or three times. Yeah. I, was, I was cracking yeah. up. Oh, yeah. But but I, it was when he goes, fuck you, Chris Harrison. Just <laughs> called him by his full name. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, ah, this is hysterical. This is just hysterical. Oh. What are all these fucking crabs doing here? <laughs> Why are there so many crabs here? <laughs> so good. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you could... Uh, enjoy it uh, with your wife and stuff. So it's it's a fun it's a fun show with your significant other for sure. <laughs> it's it's they ha- I like how they had to break the first episode up into two episodes because they couldn't send anybody home after yeah. the first episode because it was all about chat. Yeah, 
It's all gonna be. And, that by shit. the way, that lace girl. Again, oh, that's yeah. what I meant by antagonizer. She's crazy. She was leading him on the whole time. Oh yeah, I mean, making out with him hardcore too. And, so. and they were talking shit to each other. Yeah. And then what did he say, bitch, or something? Right. Which, again, I'm not like condoning it, but you know, you you were. It was joking. It was in yeah, a joking she, yeah, way. Yeah. She was like, and it then you when she was drunk. What I think was she was really drunk, and so she was into it also because she's crazy mm-hmm. but she Honestly. sobered up and then she didn't like it but he was just getting worse he was kept drinking yeah and and he was like why aren't we still making out in the right <laughs> yeah and and then she was kind of a bitch i thought yeah. she was a bitch to him. And, oh yeah she's and crazy then, as you can see the rest acting of the like i was like you do know who you were right on the bachelor or the bachelor you were the crazy girl yeah and now you're acting like Chad's crazy. Right. And you're all got your life together. And then I saw future clips and you're back to the crazy. Uh-huh. So, okay. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, she, and I only say she's crazy because she said she was crazy on The Bachelor. <laughs> like actually, every time she was talking to Ben, The Bachelor, she'd be like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. That's how I know she this sounds up. crazy. I mean, when yeah. somebody says that three times in a conversation, right. they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the word. So. I know. That means you really are. And, I mean, yeah, Olivia was crazy, too. She was actually more the crazy one, but she was on longer right, yeah. than, than Lace. So, but, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that it's going to be great. It's going to be I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I, really, I told Beck, I was like, I'm going to watch The Bachelor, but I'm not going to watch The Bachelorette. After The Bachelor, I was like, okay, I'll watch The Bachelorette, uh-huh. but I don't think I'll watch Bachelor in Paradise. That just seems dumb. Right. You know, that seems like real world, you know, uh-huh. whatever, uh, for Bachelor rejects. And I... After The Bachelorette, they premiered, you know, uh-huh. The Bachelor in Paradise, and I was like, I'll watch one episode. Oh, nice. And then, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. I'm into <laughs> it. And that's the thing, though. To enjoy Bachelor in Paradise, you actually do kind of have to know the cast members and stuff from the previous mm-hmm. season. It helps, because you already kind of know who they like and their tendencies and stuff like that, so it makes it fun. So and you can't really jump kept... into it right now unless you know the other shows. And at least they kept the majority of the cast was from this last season. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how they do it. I didn't know some of the people on Yeah, that that's how they did it last season. So, just to let you know, so like last se- last um Bachelor in Paradise last summer, they do the same thing just like right after they start filming and people start getting sent home. That's when they start sending them to Mexico to film that too. So, it's all getting filmed at the same like time. Like at once. Yeah. <laughs> that's why those guys know each I mean it's like they know they're coming because they're getting kicked off and coming straight to Bachelor in Paradise okay. and then they kind of like mix in the girls and stuff from other seasons and then they'll bring back some fan favorites like Jared was from last year but he's back this year too okay okay and Nick too so yeah and so and that's kind of how they mix it around yeah I loved how Evan was there and <laughs> the whole time he was talking about Chad and I was like you know Chad's gonna be there Evan you know he is yeah and Dude, get over I know, your get love over affair it. with Chad. I mean, it's it's absurd. That's yeah. the only the, after your incident with with Chad. That's the only thing you talked about on the yeah. season of Bachelorette. I mean, the only thing. Every conversation, maybe jo- Jojo probably eliminated you. Shoot, sick of hearing about Chad, and you know your stupid shirt that he owes you. Yeah, you know, twenty dollars. You ripped my my twenty dollars shirt. Yeah. my, my V neck. You ripped it. You still and he, he mentioned it. He did it again. Again. I'm like, dude, let the shirt go. It's yeah. gonna be okay. It's, it's all right. Daniel's hilarious. Yes, though. yeah, Daniel's. Oh cool. my gosh, the Canadian. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was kind of a douchebag on the season uh-huh. of Bachelorette, but I thought he was funny too. I mean, right. he's—you could tell like 
the girls are kind of irritated with him. He yeah. kind of annoys them, but uh, it's fun, you know. Yeah. It's those guys that make the shows. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he told he told Chad to be more like Mussolini because yeah. he was like Hitler. No, I mean, who says that? I know. It was like so, that's a better alternative. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And Nick was like, "Yeah, man, I thought I thought uh, Daniel was kind of being kind of mean." And then he's like, at the end of this, you know, uh, episode, he was like, "No, Daniel was right. He's smarter than you. He actually seems." Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Guy seems like a real, <laughs> a real brainiac. Come on. Oh, man. So, let's see. Any other um, TV show? I mean, uh, uh, in entertainment, we're going to go see... Um, well, Suicide Squad. Suicide tomorrow. tomorrow. So, hopefully, we like it. I heard mixed reviews. Yeah, now. mixed reviews already. Why so. did it start out great reviews and then mixed reviews? I don't know. I think just the first few people um, probably gave it some good reviews. And then, I think the majority, though, have been bad. God. But, so, is this Justice League going to suck? I don't know. I feel like this Justice League is going to be good. I showed you that, you know, that trailer, and it seemed like they were doing really good for Comic-Con. You're right, but Suicide Everything that we heard from uh, Comic-Con, and they were showing clips, and Wonder Woman, like, everything, I think they... This was too far in production. Okay. And they just started filming Justice League, like, I think a month or two ago. So they were able to take all that criticism and start molding... Okay. Justice League to be a little bit better, and Zack Snyder said, you know, we took a lot of things into consideration. Um, they flew out a bunch of reviewers that gave them bad reviews to show them a few clips with um, The Flash and Batman together. Yeah. And they, everybody, all the reviewers came out of that saying, like, I think they were getting a good, a good tone. They got a good banter together. Which is good. That's good, good chemistry. Society. Yeah, so I think they're trying to be more aware and try to save a, a sinking ship you know because <laughs> this, I mean, this was like their only chance to catch so up to Marvel much money into this and it's I mean Batman Superman I mean it it made a billion dollars it didn't bomb or right. you know it made I don't know it made it it was a yeah. massive success right, right. financially financially but they you know wanted the Marvel money yeah and, and they wanted the critic love and they wanted they wanted all of they what? wanted the you know popular you know they <laughs> wanted the popular opinion of a great movie and they just didn't get that yeah. now a lot of hardcore DC fans <laughs> as, as, yeah. as Rod Tidwell from Jeremy Wire would say um, and then of course but the DC hard, hardcore fans you know they still ended up liking a lot of Batman v Superman because it was like a comic book movie for them but you know this uh, Justice League is looking really good um, but yeah going back to Suicide Squad the only bad thing in the reviews are what they're saying is it just seems too packed and too much characters and not enough flushing out all the characters and throwing them all together. And that that might and what which is I mean which Avengers did it okay, but, right. but maybe the reason why they were able to do it so well was well, they, they already had the characters established. Yeah, they already had his movies so. established and stuff. So because they did it the smart way, right? But hey, I mean, it could be fun. Um, I mean, I'll still go. I'll yeah. still watch every movie. Right. And I'll still probably enjoy it. Right. I mean, I still enjoyed Batman vs. Superman, but I didn't really like it. You right. Know, I, yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah. And now I'm maybe going in. into some... And yeah. I'll go in... Low expectations. You know, it's going to be a piece of shit, and maybe it'll surprise me. Right. I mean, the action scenes, maybe some of the characters will be kind of fun. You know, Harley Quinn, still, they're talking about... She did great did great she could be a breakout one i mean i've already heard that she pitched you know um the people at warner brothers to do uh like a so like a not a solo movie like a team-up movie so with the joker 
No, like they're actually saying like maybe a, a girl duo, like maybe her and Poison Ivy, or maybe another girl from the Suicide Squad, okay. ag- against like lower tier uh, heroes villains? or something. Or, yeah. Oh, it's villains, right? Well, they're they're villains against. Oh yeah, yeah. Heroes. yeah I'm talking about now okay. in the in the future if they do decide to do it. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because but, yeah, but yeah, we'll see. It. I mean, it's just but it, again, I'm I'm just how did they. It, it looks so great. Yeah. It looks like a great cast. I mean, Jared Leto, as the Joker, I was like, this is right. going to be great. Will Smith, um, and then uh, this Margot Robbie mm-hmm. as Harley Quinn. I was like, this seems like it's going to be cool. I like Joel Kinnaman. He's the SWAT team leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, 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 I really like that guy. So, yeah, and I like uh, Captain Boomerang. I like that actor, too. Uh, what's his... I don't know his name, but he was like in... Uh, he was like in Die Harder, and he was in the new... Terminator. He's been in things and just hasn't taken off. And this probably isn't going to send his career. No, I know. Uh, But no, it 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 looked great and seemed. I mean, it still might be pretty good, but it's the only thing they got going is Civil War is not going to come out right after (laughs) and just (laughs) make it look like the mess it is. Right. So. So yeah, but we'll we'll enjoy it. We're going to go and have fun as a group anyway. Yeah, all right. For sure, it'll be fun. Well, we got we got big news. We better start moving on to uh, some sporting news. Okay, Russell, what would you like to talk about? Well, <laughs> one month ago today, Oklahoma City was in peril. We were uh, Just losing uh, anarchy a, here. Yeah, with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Uh, exactly a month later. I mean, it's the fourth, and people are dancing in the streets now. Yeah. Why Just, is that, Preston? Because uh, we just signed Russell Westbrook. Yes, we did. For three years. Oh, yeah. Well, two years with the one-year option. Mm-hmm. But after watching you know, the interview, I think I mean, he seems pretty committed to Oklahoma City. But yeah. I, I loved... Well, it, it's you know you completely flipped on uh, LeBron James. Yeah. And Michael even did. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I flipped on... I, I didn't flip on him. I've always thought LeBron James, I mean, I love him. He, uh, you know, it seemed like the finals, everybody switched from yes. Steph Curry to LeBron James. For sure. And, and I mean, because well, first off, well, let me go back to that real yeah. fast. I mean, he made history. No one has ever came back. Down 3-1. to one. Down 3-1 to one in the finals. And it was because of him. It was I mean, Kyrie Irving, the team was great too, but he was the leader. He put and, it on his back. Well, I, I, and that's what I always he, wanted it, to it's see. Like and I loved he it. He had a chip on his shoulder. Steph Curry, people, he's like, he's sitting there. I'm by far the best basketball player in the world yeah. for the last 10 years. And people are talking about this little six-foot-nothing guy that, that is better than me now. No, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to put an end to this now. And, and he was down yeah. three to one. You know, they're dying. And he just, uh, he dominated. Yeah. Dominated. And he shut, or not, it wasn't him. Kyrie Irving shut Curry down. Well, I mean, kept him in check at least. Mm. And LeBron James was just unstoppable. But uh, it, it what I was relating that to this is mm-hmm. how I felt personally. I used, to, I mean, Kevin Durant was, I love Kevin Durant. Yeah. Had his jersey, this and that. I didn't burn it. But um, he, you know, and I always kind of was, eh, I didn't really like Russell. Right. I didn't hate him. I just thought, I didn't, you know, I was like, that jackass thinks he's a good three-point shooter and he's not. He's right. maybe one of the best dribble penetrators to ever play the game. Yeah. And he needs to take that. This, you know, I was just frustrated with this I game. Love, yeah. He's I a hothead. But yeah. now... 
I, I mean, just totally flipped. I right. can't stand Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, I know. And I, like I said, I won't burn the jersey because I paid 90 freaking five dollars for it but i was like i and i love russell Westbrook. i thought oh, Durant yeah. was such a traitor to us yeah and then he just was so i mean everything he has said now in the past month every interview he just sounds worse and worse a douchebag he's yeah. his integrity is gone right i mean he will go down with that i mean you know great you're gonna get a free championship at golden state probably yeah i hope you don't that'll Maybe make it won't. more calm that would be awesome but you know congratulations on that russell westbrook if, you know, I hope he succeeds, yeah. and and he seems like the more integrity. You know, Kevin Durant. Yeah, you, you, you want. You if, think you know these athletes, and that was what's so crazy is everybody thought the opposite. Yeah. Just because how it's spun, I guess. Well, because and, and how they are on the court. Yeah. That's not who they are off the court. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. like that's Kevin not Durant, how they really are. You know, he seems like this nice guy. Didn't talk. But, uh, and Russell Westbrook is, you know, I like to wear ridiculous clothes, and yeah. I'm, you know, always talking, and yeah. in the face it of... seems like he likes all the attention, and mm-hmm. all of the team was having conflicts with, because Russell wanted to be the man, and KD was the man, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I think that, you know, Russell really was the man, it's just Oklahoma City didn't treat him as the man. Right. Because KD obviously didn't want to be the man. Right. And, and maybe that's just what Russell wanted. And get I mean, Katie like sent Russ a text when he left. That's, yeah, that was about that. And yeah. watching that interview today, you know there's issues with their relationship. Yeah, yeah. That interview was so telling. It was awesome. Like even um, Presty uh, is it, what is he? General manager. He's the GM. Yeah. Uh, he's not. I was gonna say owner. He's not the actual owner, right? No, that's but yeah. So yeah, Clay Bennett. Um, he you could tell he was like we always knew what Russ was going to do. Like, I don't know, like, when Kevin Durant left, it was like everybody was in the dark and no one actually knew what he was going to do and they were kind of hoping he would come back. But... it se- As the process went on, it seemed more and more likely he yeah. was coming back, though. But, I mean, he just made it seem like Russ, he, like, really understands Russ and he, like, knows him. And, like, maybe, I mean, like you said, we don't know these athletes. Right. And, you know, we, we judge them based on how they are in the game. Right. And, you know, Russ is a hothead. He gets technicals. He bitches a lot. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, now I love it. Now yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's just a competitor. <laughs> and, uh... I just and hope he doesn't shoot more threes. Yeah, Because just, at the end of the season, when he was seriously driving and scoring, I was unstoppable. like... Unstoppable. Unstoppable. I was just, just do that. Just do that. Because you're unstoppable. You, you are. You are unstoppable. You... That is your best quality. And you might be the best player in the game at that. Yeah. Just stick to it. <laughs> I mean, people are still like... Well, that's good. I mean, maybe there's going to be like fourth in the, you know, in the West next year. Well, and I'm like, hey, we didn't even know Adams could step up his game as much as he did this year. And what happens if next year he steps it up? Maybe, maybe they could still make a run for the championship. I mean, I'm not putting it out of no. That's I don't think yeah. that's out of the question at all. Because me either. Okay, Russ, you have one of the top five players in the world, you have a chance. Yeah. I mean, you do. Russell Westbrook is the man now, and he knows that there will be no conflict there. There will mm-hmm. be no, you know, disorientation uh, within the team about it. So hopefully that that helps. And, I, and Victor Oladipo, like I said, I the guy is really good, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's young, uh, and he hasn't come into his own. I, I, I don't think he's come into what his full potential is. I think he's going to be a really good player not like a superstar right but he can really balance with Russ Westbrook on the court I think and uh, 
and you never know how these forwards are going to turn out. Mm-hmm. You know, our Sabonis, our Vita Sabonis' kid could be really good because he was really good. And, uh, you know, and then you get Adams could step up. You got, yeah. you got other players. That, you I know. mean, they can make a deep run in the playoffs. That'd be awesome. And and then we can say maybe next year they go for a free agent that's an awesome three-point yeah. shooter. Yeah, I mean, hell, they, the Thunder could win one still before Durant, and that would be hilarious. I mean, it would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. I, it, it would be like sweet, like sweet, just sweet, sweet, sweet revenge on Kevin. Because, <laughs> I mean, he... Because I mean, LeBron's not going anywhere, so maybe next year it's again Golden State and, and Cleveland, Cleveland, and maybe Cleveland wins another one. I mean, Cleveland's going to win the East. As long as right. Kyrie Irving and LeBron James are together, they're winning the yeah. I mean, in fact, the East has not seen a LeBron James less team in seven years. Right. So, uh, or the East Finals, Finals champion. Okay, um, it'd be so good to see them crying. And, God, I hate Golden State. I just, just such a bunch of whiny bitches. <laughs> and, and and again, I, the whole year they're not a basketball team. They're a three point shooting. Right. Yeah. They're, exactly. They're a very average basketball team. Yeah, they shoot amazing threes, and, and you could see. If you're down low, like Adams and other like big men, they have trouble with it. And if we just drive and other teams catch on to that, they can take them out. And it, exactly, exactly. I think it could be, it, it could get, it could get very, I mean, not like bad, but this, the chemistry with Durant, who knows how he's going to react with them. Because and they actually had to get rid of like two or three good people off the bench, you know? Well, yeah, their defense already wasn't good, and it, it's going to be worse. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, they're going to probably score 120, not 120, but, you know, they'll probably average 115 points a game. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No, that's still really high. Probably, <laughs> probably like, at least 110. But yeah. 100, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, they can break records. But I just, you know, I mean, you got LeBron James, Kyrie Irving on the other side. They're, right. never, they're not underdogs. Right. I mean... They're like they did this like a simulation, I guess ESPN or somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they did it, but it was a simulation of the season, mm-hmm. and they projected Golden State to win eighty three games. Yeah, um, it, it's funny because there's only eighty two games in a season, <laughs> so you know you're like oh. they're gonna be better than I don't know. I don't even know how that happened, right. but you know it's basically just saying don't play the season. You yeah. Know? I was like, come on, dude. LeBron James, as long as that guy is able to walk, he's not an underdog. Well, and everything changes in the playoffs, and again, it happened this year. And it's so hard to watch uh, 82 or 83 games because you want to be so, I don't know, you you, want to be so critical. But then you realize when the playoffs happen, they literally do turn it on to a different gear. Yeah, they don't. It's so unreal. So, hell, they could win the whole season again and go in there and not win the playoffs, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'd I said hope it, so. I, and Golden State kind of was like that all year. They won 73 games. They won at will almost. But right. I've always, like, LeBron James' teams have never really been, you know, 70-game winners. Right. And I was like, that guy can win when he wants to win. You know yeah. what I mean? He takes over the game. Nobody stops him. But you can't play with that intensity for four months. Right, yeah. So... You know, you, you kind of pick and choose your spots, mm-hmm. and and then you turn it on yeah. in, the, in the playoffs. That's how I'm going to go into this next season. I'm going to remember what I said right now. I just I can't be too critical because 
mean, when it when it comes down to crunch time, they I mean, all if, are different. If they're twenty and forty, <laughs> yeah, or at the All Star break, if they're you know fifteen and twenty five, I'm sure. gonna get nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's they're, they're not they're not. Gonna, I'm very confident unless Russell Westbrook gets injured. Right, but yeah, they'll be good. They'll be good. Stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. So things have changed around here. The mood is much yeah. better. I'm I'm glad I uh, I have like two or three Russell Westbrook shirts, so I'm I'm set. Yeah, I'm you good. I didn't have to. You get were rid always of him. Westbrook guys. So. I know. Yeah, I just I I just thought he was gone because Durant was gone, and it's just so funny. And now a lot of course a lot of um, you know journalism uh, journalists are coming out and saying you know like they are total opposite because Westbrook is a family man, and they keep on saying he's married and he doesn't have a crazy posse around him telling him what to do and stuff it, that, and, it seems, and now I'm like wow that it seems so like true. he would have the posse because he seems like Hollywood yeah he? just the way he like presents himself right but but then I'm like okay they, they like everybody That's says he's like totally devoted to his wife I mean I thought that guy was single yeah I, I didn't even know he was married I know I didn't know and all the NBA players like he's one of the most committed guys in the, and he loves his wife you know they they pretty much spend all the time together and yeah and I was like yeah, it's just not how I envisioned him. Right. So, uh, you know, not trying to stereotype, but right. you know, you just seemed like a playboy. Yeah. And and you know, kudos, I respect him a lot. And after watching that press conference, I like him even more. You know, just yeah. the total. I mean, he, a he was like he he gave props to us. He's like, you know, you yeah. guys, which is what we wanted that yeah. asshole Kevin Durant to do. Uh-huh. He he gave us you know uh, credit for supporting him because I mean, we have one of the best fan bases in yeah. the NBA. And he was like, and you know, I believe in loyalty. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to be loyal to you. And I have 29 million reasons this next year to be loyal. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you know, but he really, I mean, anybody would have paid him $30 million. Right. But he, he is like showing that integrity that I like. Mm-hmm. And he just totally called out Kevin Durant, too. I mean, yeah. it was a total slap in Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. He kept on saying, loyalty. I love <laughs> teammates here <laughs> yeah. you know they're hard workers and like yeah we don't give up and stuff it was great it was just a total like in your face campaign oh yeah just a call out to Kevin without actually saying his name and then and then when that reporter that last question that they showed on the, the, the sports center clip I didn't watch the whole thing or mm-hmm. anything, but it said uh, he, what was the question he asked he goes did it did it uh, sting uh, after what did he say after uh, oh after he goes when, when Kevin left a month ago, he goes. You know, does this help alleviate that sting? He was like, he was like, for who? Yeah. <laughs> or did he say for him or something? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. It, it was funny. It was it like was just oh, total like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was good stuff. And did you see Kevin's response? No. He was like. He responded again. It, well, they they said that. Uh, what did he say? It was that on his on. Russell signing, you know, uh-huh. and I forgot what what exactly was worded, but you know, he was just like, you know, I'm not gonna say anything to him right now. It's too so too sensitive, <laughs> and, and I thought that he was. I I, I don't know. I just I just thought he was a better person than that. Yeah, I, don't know. I know. You just don't know. And, you don't and know I think he, I think he responded again. Yeah, he's but, just been saying that. I mean, he's just been digging himself in deep hole. I mean, he Durant just wanted to get out of here, win easy, get money from Nike. It, it, it's just so crazy. It's just he doesn't like challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook is all about like 
he is a hard worker. He's balls to the wall every game, going crazy. You know he likes the challenge, so it's going to be great. It is. It it's is going to be. be really I'm good. looking forward to the season. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to give him more credit than I feel like people are right now anyway, so yeah. I guess we'll see how it goes. And it should be fun. I mean, with the, I mean, my favorite team, Oklahoma City, the big league, Hell good yeah. news now. And, you know, the Cavs are my second favorite team, so. Yeah. So that, and then uh, hopefully, you know, real quick transition, but, uh, and I know you don't really know much or talk about, but uh, real quick into baseball, clearly uh-huh. Indians, you know, yeah, they're yeah. my team, so, uh they're doing Hopefully. good. Well, I mean, do they? They had the fourteen game winning streak uh-huh. after you know because they won the uh, the Cavs won the title and then for the next fourteen games after the Cavs won the title, the uh-huh. Indians didn't lose. So it was like, hey, can Cleveland not lose? Right. But uh, but you know they've come back to earth and they now are since then they're below five hundred. Oh, um, okay. But they they still have the best record in the American League. Um, but it's, you know, they had a seven-and-a-half game lead on the Tigers, the second-place team in the mm-hmm. AL, two weeks ago. And yesterday, as of yesterday, uh, the Tigers were within two games. Of, oh, so wow. in five-and-a-half games in two weeks to gain on a team is, it, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But Cleveland lost three straight to the worst team in the division. Uh, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, they lost to the Twins. Like, just got pounded. Their pitching staff just didn't show up. And the uh, the Tigers won eight straight, and oh, I was like, so, but Cleveland finally won today, and okay. and uh, the Tigers finally lost, so they're now three games up. But yeah, just hope hope uh, hope they can you know hold off the Tigers yeah. for the playoffs. But yeah, because I mean I've always just like without really even following, um, you know I've been hearing murmurs that you know they're doing really good. Yeah, so. they're, they're uh, hopefully they're not rumors. They're they're in first. <laughs> they have the best record in the AL. But it's you know it's. There's about 56 games left. Um, it's it's yeah, so many, crazy. but it's uh, it's about. I mean, we're almost two thirds of the way through the season, so you know the best record in the AL. You still are three games up, and you. I mean, they have a really, really good pitching staff. Their pitching staff the last two weeks has been awful, but I mean, you know, you had that's pitchers have that. You know, mm. they go through droughts. Um, but you know their top pitcher, Danny Salazar. He was considered at the All Star break probably the favorite for the Cy Young. I, I mean, just gotten the, his last two outings have been his career worst outings. I know his last outing was his worst career outing, and I think the one before that was one of, if not his second worst. Mm-hmm. So his ERA has gone from like two three to like three four within. <laughs> Within a two-week stretch, and that's humongous. I know. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know how the ERA works, right. but really. if you're a baseball fan, you do. That is a massive jump or fall, I guess, Drop, in yeah. the ERA. And he uh, is now most likely not the favorite. He's still a consideration. He's still good, but those guys got to get back on track, and they got to play the freaking Yankees up in oh, the House of Pain this weekend. So I hate the Yankees. I know, and they own Cleveland. They own <laughs> Cleveland, so. I mean, and I mean, they're not that good, and they own Cleveland still. Oh, yeah. it seems like they always own Cleveland, but but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, they can. If they win two out of three in New York, I'll consider this losing three out of four to Minnesota a wash. So let's okay, go anyway. tribe. Yeah, let's go, go tribe and go tribe. And now, uh, okay, now do you want to move on to college football? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, okay, we're we we're can't not gonna... do a full preview right away. Yeah, we won't do Mike's not here. Um, but something interesting that came out uh, earlier this week was the AP did a top 100 
um, Program. programs of all time or mm -hmm. history, I guess. Yeah. Um, the criteria was uh, consistently week to week in the AP poll, um, number one in the AP poll, and then uh, national championships. championships. And uh, who was number one? You can. It was your team. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio State. Yeah. The Ohio State. Yeah. How how excited were you when you saw that? Were you pretty pumped? I mean, I actually kind of figured. No, I'm not like trying to sound like an arrogant fan, but I mean, it was going to be either Alabama or Ohio State or OU or Notre Dame. Those were the only four. I and I was like, so yeah. I think Ohio State. When I looked, I actually afterwards I looked at the stats. Uh -huh. um, I didn't actually look at the week by week AP, but after seeing, you know, Ohio State this year is moved ahead of OU for most times ranked one of all time in the AP. So, you know, they're one and two. They're, uh, they're the two best teams ranked number one. Yeah. But then looking at other things, I'm like, you know, Ohio State uh, has, and OU both have, like, are in the top five, I think, wins of all time. And, you know, Michigan's number one, but they played, I think, back in the 1600s. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and, you know, Alabama claims, like, 19 national championships. They right. don't have 19 national right. championships. Right. I mean, because this was on the AP. Yeah, yeah, it's just based on the AP and and which is more modern era. It's like right. nineteen forty to present, and it's you know that's kind of when Ohio State started to really pick up steam as a you know they were good pre then but or pre pre AP I guess mm -hmm. but yeah they started to get really good in the forties so and because uh, Michigan just dominated them right the, the series like up until ten years ago was just horrible like you know oh, really? as big of a rivalry as it is yeah, yeah. they they own the high state and now i mean high states <laughs> own them right. for the last 10 years or like actually it's like 13 years but it's you know that that uh uh that's when high states started and you know how he was in the 50s and, mm -hmm. the, and then, then the switzer era they were they were unstoppable so seeing that and you know i know they, they it was really close too i i pulled i pulled this up too just to kind of to shed some light on the actual voting or the points. So they kind of like gave people points and stuff like that and tallied them up. So Ohio State had um, 1,112 points. And then uh, Oklahoma had um, 1,055 points. Oh, that's yeah. Pretty close. So the third place. Team? So third place, Notre Dame, Notre Dame uh, 1,042 points. Okay. And then Alabama, big drop off, 9,900. Nine, 993 points. Well, and that's I, I, I knew it wasn't going to be Alabama because I Me actually too, yeah. thought USC would be ahead of Alabama. But because Alabama was, I mean, yes, they are dominant and by far uh, in the last six, seven years have been the best team Yeah, consistently. But they are, I mean, they had a lull, a big lull yeah. for a while there. Mm -hmm. and, and they were not good. Right. And, and Saban's first year, they weren't good at all. They were like, Six and six, I think. And so, you know, that's one thing Ohio State and OU have really never had. Yeah. I mean, you know that Ohio State in 2011, after Tattoo Gate and, you know, half the team is gone and their coach is gone. Right. They went six and seven. That is their worst record of all time. Oh, wow. I mean, not the percentage, uh -huh. but they've never lost more than six games in a year. I mean, if you think about that, Jeez. that's ridiculous. That like, is. They are, every year they're decent. They are. So they never have that terrible team. And they're, you know, they always have down years. You know, every team's going to have a down year. 
I'm dreading that this year could be a down year, but because mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, especially after big drafts, right. you know, you lose a lot of players, that are 17 starters. Um, I don't know how you can recover, but I do know how you can recover. Yeah, your Ohio State, you yeah. recover all the time. Yeah, but it's it's not like they don't have any good players. There. Yeah, right. great coach. So and just, and that's another thing. Yeah, it's like they just got, reload. That's they what have say they never they, rebuild. No, they, they, exactly. You know, they're it's never exact, rebuilding. They're not rebuilding at Ohio State. Yeah. They're reloading. These guys aren't experienced. The only, like in 2004, that was their last, because I'm not counting the 11, the 2011 year, because that was just the, the debacle of the tattoo, the mm-hmm. tattoo gate. Um, but, in, I mean, I'm, it, it counts, but it's like, I'm not considering that like as, that's why they were bad, was because their six best players got, got kicked off the team, yeah. and they lost their coach. But, uh, moving backwards, but back uh, Jim Trussell, uh, like fourth year, they had uh, two thousand after the two thousand three team, which was the year after they won the title. They went to the Fiesta Bowl and won it against mm-hmm. Kansas State. They were really good that year, but that next draft, following draft two thousand four, they had fourteen players drafted, and that's a record. Um, they had fourteen guys drafted. Uh-huh. And so, what did they do in two thousand and four season? They were like eight and four, and that's the worst you know they've been in the last twenty years. Yeah, except for ninety nine. I think they were worse in ninety nine. But uh, outside, you know, they that's that's why it was because of that draft mm-hmm. class. So then, you know, moving moving ahead to this year, and but it was, it but was they really got, fun. Okay. It was really cool to see historically because I I love this too because. Everybody just thinks recently in the SEC, recently, just in the last <laughs> 10 years, you know. Suck it, SEC. But if you think about it, you know, here, here it is. It's, I'll just run through the top 10. Ohio State, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Alabama, Southern California, Nebraska, Nebraska was Michigan. six, Michigan, Big Ten, Texas, uh, Florida State. Yeah. ACC. Where are you at, SEC? And then Florida. Yeah, so... Well, because, I, I mean, their dominance has only been recent. Now, just been recent. Alabama was has always been great, and Florida has really good tradition. Yeah. I mean, they do. But outside of that, it's, you know... I think they're showing... I mean, I feel like it's going to be another down year for the SEC, and I feel like other people are going to start bringing up the mantle, and I think this was a good way to kind of get... To get things back to... Get started going to understand. Legitimate and, now, yeah. instead of this... Con that ESPN and the yeah. SEC have pulled off the pulled last off. fifteen years. Yeah, I just uh, it, it, it yeah, it's just going to balance. It's going to the college balance. I mean, because yeah. really, Kentucky, Kentucky had a better recruiting class this year than than uh, I think OU at, at this last year. Yeah, I think they did. I mean, I'm not 100. They they or depending on the service, do Kentucky had had a top twenty five class. Uh, maybe it was better than like Oklahoma State. I'm like really Kentucky. Yeah, better than Oklahoma State. Are you, Freaking kidding me! And I mean, come on, come on. Right. Kentucky is the worst team yeah. in the SEC. And They're you can still going to do bad. Yeah. Things about them. I'm sure they've had a couple good years. I don't know. Maybe back in the 40s and 30s, but they're not good. Right. And they're they're a basketball school, and that's it. Yeah. It's that's Kansas. It. Yeah. And you know, for them to have a top, what what is it? It's these players buying into this SEC bullshit. Right. Or illegal recruiting, Ole Miss, and exactly. And uh, yeah, it's balancing out now. Yeah, it's, it's going to balance out. Was Penn I mean, State on there? Penn State I figured they'd be is 12th. Okay. Yeah, LSU's oh, 11. LSU's too. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty, it's pretty and cool. I, is, Miami's on there, right? 
And theirs yeah. has only been recently. And Miami so is Rattie. 13. Yeah, theirs is only recently. Tennessee, 14, 15, Georgia. You kind of then get it a, gets to the SEC. Yeah, then you get into the SEC. But the best is the typically, you know, at a top 10, what one SEC school, right? Or to Florida was 10. Yeah, Florida said 10, too. But yeah, two big, big, big 12 had two. Big well, 10 had three. Well, because actually it was the first nine, if you really go by that. Only one SEC school. Yeah, and you know, Big Twelve had three. Yeah, because you got to count. I guess you count Nebraska as Big Twelve. <laughs> yeah, because that was all success right. done in the Big Twelve Big Eight. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's cool. I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, and then also just piggybacking off of that too, expansion talk. Of course, in the Big Twelve is happening. So I mean, who who's who is in Houston? I know it's up there. I mean, Louisville. So people, Cincinnati. people have been. I mean, what everybody's been talking about here uh, in Oklahoma is talking about BYU and Houston being the two best bets. And but people also say Cincinnati. I mean, this is where it kind of gets kind of murky and kind of weird. Is so uh, you have these things called grain of rights, and it's what the the school signed deals contracts with the TV companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, uh, the ACC just did a new contract with um, ESPN, a TV deal t- through 2036 to have their own conference. Okay. So, they're not going anywhere for 20 years. So, that's pretty crazy. Um, because these grainer rights, they sign it, that means... I don't understand what you mean. They, they have a... a, a, a ACC is a having, contract for a conference, a conference, a television deal. Oh, a network, a okay, network. ACC. Yeah. Um, so the ACC has a network deal with ACC. So uh, they're gonna. That's gonna help them. Major. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be kind of crazy, um, because they uh, earlier this um, summer they came out with a deal that said the ACC was uh, fourth, you know, behind the Big Twelve and uh, Big Ten and the SEC in money that they revenue that they made so like the big 12 was making about 30 million a team and that's revenue from from sports only right from tv deals and stuff okay because acc is a rich conference from academics right right yeah this is they're just talking about the actual contracts and tv deals um so they just signed through uh 2036 so they literally the grain of rights means you can't leave but if you do leave it doesn't matter because, well, I mean, okay, it matters because all your money, even if you leave that conference, still goes to the conference that you make. But that's like Maryland left, but it. But that it was before okay, all so this that, happened. I'm just saying now, now this new conference, the ACC Network Conference. Um, so it basically prevents them from, from leaving. Because no other conference will accept them. Well, they'll accept them. Well, yeah. No, because they won't, they won't be getting from any revenue from them. It'd be a total financial yeah. mess. So they're not going to be, they're only going to be able to bring people in because people are, what they're saying is after these grain of rights, because... Um, is this all conferences or is it just the ACC? Just the ACC for right now, but the SEC doesn't have a grain, uh, con- contract or a grain of rights. But nobody's leaving the SEC. Right. Nobody's, nobody's leaving the Big Ten. Big 12 and Pac-12 have them. But theirs are up in like 2022 20, or something like that. Okay. Or 2020, like around there. 
So what people are thinking is, after those are up, there's going to be a shuffle in a super conferences of like 16 teams in a conference. So you think the Big 12 will disband then? Or what I was thinking is, right now we have 10. Uh, we got a championship game, but people are thinking we're going to add two. But then there has also been just rumors about adding four more, like Tulane for academics. Tulane would um, be good. Yeah. Cincinnati, Memphis. Um, and yeah, I mean, that BYU, would be so Houston. academics, but that it helps your academic standing. Yeah. So, and, I don't know. Do you think they should go to 12 or, or 14? I, like, how see, big? Okay, because I, I, okay. this is another thing, too. This is I forgot to mention this. They're, they have a contract, a uh, TV deal. The Big 12 does. Whoever they add, um, the, the TV network has to give them $25 million for adding a team. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't that kind of crazy? So, like, if... They could just do a who's money the, grab. Who's the network they're with? Uh, they, well, I think, like, uh, with... Um, they don't have their own network. It's just contract deals with Fox and ESPN. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's not like... Because ESPN owns SEC. Right, right. Uh, the network. The network. Um, Fox owns Big Ten Network. Right. So. so people have been talking about either adding two teams, which is probably the best actual football teams out there left would be BYU and Houston. But then people are thinking, well, they could do a money grab and grab like two other teams just to get 50 million extra dollars out of them, even if they're small. But it would end up watering down the league. So I don't know. Do you think uh, Tulane and um, a Cincinnati or something like that would like water it down that much? I mean, Tulane is good for your academics. I mean, that is it. Yeah, they're not bringing anything to the table, sports right. Um But I mean, I think Cincinnati's a good sports school. They, yeah. I mean, they are a power basketball wise. Yeah. Um, they've always been. Yeah. And they have really recently been fairly good at football. I mean, they've had some some down years here and there, but they they've been really competitive. Yeah. Mostly, they had I think they had a ten win year, one year, couple nine wins. I mean, they're not like anything super special, but right. at what with what's out there, yeah, they are one of the best. I think. I mean, I don't know about Houston. I mean, what do you yeah. think? It's I, that's what I I don't like Houston at all because I, I feel like they're going they're doing great right now, but if they lose their coach, I mean, they're going to be back to nothing, you know. Well, and and no doubt, I think they did sign Herman for an extension. Yeah, but. And, I, and he is going to be a star coach. Yeah. But that, once he leaves, they're back to shit again. Right. And, and and I know Houston's had some really good, I mean, like, they had a Heisman Trophy winner, Andre Ware, I think. Um, David Klingler was a really good quarterback there. They had really good teams back then. They set mm-hmm. records, lots of records uh, scoring in, like, the early 90s, late 80s. So they, they've had some decent teams. Um, I don't, they don't bring anything to the table basketball-wise. Uh-huh. Um, I know. I mean, I mean, do they? I don't know. It's just it's our in Texas. Like uh, the governor came out and said they wanted Houston to be in it. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's going to because they just won all. Well, because they're probably tired of OU and OSU picking all a lot of the recruits out of Houston because they recruit heavy down there. Yeah, and which sucks for OU and OSU. Yeah, if that if that happens, but yeah, they the governor's like let's keep these kids home. Right. So 
I know it, it's kind of it's kind of scary. What I this is my master plan is I say we add you know two or, or four four teams so, four, so we could get like this money grab and get like some revenue coming in again and then when the actual contract is up in like 2020 2022 i don't know exactly the date we go and pick some of the big um pac-12 out yeah like arizona arizona state yeah you, that, that, you know those would be good and kind of like chop it into them a little bit and we could have a super conference and we don't even have to worry about dissolving because people are thinking everybody thought is 12 was gone gone and dead and i'm like man they could just make this work they could i mean and it still could be gone but it's still they could they're they're surviving they could uh they've done a lot of things to make it better right now you know adding the two teams uh tcu and west virginia were good yeah um now going to a conference championship really good um, I mean, winning's gonna just they. I mean, they everything. got. I mean, you got a lot of big schools in there that are gonna keep it solid as long as they don't threaten to leave. Right. But you know, I think you can pick out of the that Pac-12. I don't know how committed, because so the Pac-12 is not doing. Pac-12 network is right. not doing that. No, well. they so are really like you know disgruntled, and that's what you keep on hearing. You know, just I, whispers and it's, stuff. It's it's no surprise that it's not doing that good. It, the East Coast is what four hours ahead of the Pac-12, so yeah. they're not watching those games. Right. Um, just you know, regular fans who don't like specifically have an interest in the game. You know, we'll yeah. just watch whatever was on. Sometimes right. they're not tuning into those games, so that's right. taking a lot of that audience out. And uh, and again, I don't know how good the football is out there because I just I USC is a great team. Oregon's really good lately, but I mean, it's I mean traditionally. You know this side of the of the country. Mm. By this side, I mean you know by Oklahoma East. Mm-hmm. It's been you know outside of Los Angeles, USC, and UCLA right. are really good, but the, all the other teams are you know fly by nights. I think Oregon is a stay is a mainstay because they have developed everything with Phil Knight as mm-hmm. your basically your CEO. Right. Yeah. Um, you know they they're, so they're going to be fine, but. You know, Arizona has a good year last year. They'll be shitty in two years when Rich Rod leaves. Right, yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of the other teams are just whatever. Stanford is a great academic school, but they're, they're and they're good at basketball, but, and, and yes, they're really good at football right now, but they, they were shitty, you know, 10 years ago. They right. Shitty. I mean, they have a lot of shitty years, too. They're, yeah. They, I don't think they've ever won a national title. I don't know that for a fact, but, you know, they're... And, I mean, even to get to... 12, they added Utah and Colorado, who have done shit for them, pretty much. Yeah, that was... I, I that didn't was understand so why, weird. They, why they added Colorado. And I think the Big 12 was like, see, a fairly yeah, well to Colorado. I mean, it was Nebraska, fun. they were not happy with no. or A&M. But yeah. but yeah, I don't think they were really hurt by the Colorado. No. Alright, see ya. <laughs> oh, okay. to help you pack? <laughs> so, it could be really, truly interesting in the next... Uh, at least a few years, you know, to find out where people are going to land and but real these quick, super conferences with the, crazy. With what you just said, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think BYU is a team yeah. to consider, but you know, Utah's done nothing for the Pac-12. Right, yeah. Would BYU maybe do the same for the Big 12? I mean, they at least have a bigger following, I feel, nationally. Like, Yeah. I mean, from all over the world, people would watch them. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like their fan base is probably a little bit geared a little different. Utah's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you're probably right, and they they have a traditionally better yeah. football team, right? But 
I mean, I, like for right now, the one of the bigger powerhouses left is BYU, and that's it, you know? That's not yeah. the conference. So I think you should try to get them if you can. Geographically, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I so mean, who knows? Houston mo- makes, makes the most sense out of that. And Houston makes sense from people are saying, well, with A&M gone, SEC now has uh, been viewed, you know, like have taken viewers and TV sets away from the Big Ten. I mean, Big 12. Yeah, yeah. And now people are like, it's SEC country kind of down there already. It's a, Yeah, it is SEC country. So they want to turn that around too. So I can see Houston coming back and being in the Big 12 just for that. I might I might consider it just because get but, the SEC out But here. then, on the other hand, it might be good to have, like you said geographically, you know, Utah's far away. Yeah. But it extends your... Your reach, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, because that's that's exactly why the Big Ten yeah. added Maryland Rutgers. Yeah, get your footprint out. I mean, they they wanted recruiting in New York, mm-hmm. and and that's what they're getting. Yeah. So they they went. I mean, the good good academic schools in Maryland, really good uh, basketball. Yeah. School. I mean, no, not really anything else football wise or anything, but right. They'll uh, make a splash yeah. with one or two games, but nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, Rutgers had some decent years under like Greg Schiano. Um, who's Ohio State's defensive coordinator this year? <laughs> just thought, yeah, I, just uh, throw it out there. Well, well, no, he's it's his first year as their yeah. third defensive coordinator. And I think uh, it should be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be a good season. Um, I mean, of course, we'll talk in in length with our actual preview next next uh, few weeks here. But when we get everybody you, together. Do you think, uh, real quick, you know, the spread on OU? Let's, I guess oh, we yeah. can kind of talk about this for a second. Um, since you and Ohio State were number one and two, yeah. then they do play this year. Pretty cool. First time since the year we were born. Wow. Yes. 1983. They were, uh, Ohio State played them here. So since uh, they played this year, you know, that mm-hmm. it, it's, it, I, it, I have a feeling that's why they did that top 100 poll. Mm. Um, not that they like skewed it, because you said they did it based on the stats, on right. like, whatever system they used. Yeah. But they had a feeling going into it that it would be those two. Sure, yeah. Or they would be both in the top three or four. Yeah. So, you know, hey, they're playing this year. Let's let's try to get something mm-hmm. you know, to, to be, hype up the game a little more. And uh, Yeah, that's a big-time hype, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it just, like I said, it freaking sucks that Ohio State <laughs> set so many draft records this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the NFL draft, it was like... Man, that's awesome, they did. And then I was like, no, it's really kind of shitty. Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, it, you never know. I mean, it's going to be the third game of the season. Um, and they still got their quarterback. That is yeah. huge. And, and Barrett is a proven stud. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got their quarterback back. They got, I mean, they got one of them. OU's going to be really tested with uh, opening it up at Houston. And that That is going to be tough for them, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be but, tough. I mean, dude, it's kind of irritating me. I'm listening to the sports animal all the time now because mm-hmm. I'm like I mean they talk about Ohio State a lot now so yeah. that's kind of fun but uh, a lot of the talk is I mean just no freaking respect for Ohio State it's like <laughs> oh you lost 70 players oh he's gonna win I mean it's like they already are a- is saying that's winning yeah. and then they're saying Ohio State's not even gonna be their best win not conference and I'm like you idiots you really think the Houston I don't give a fuck yeah. what Houston did last year right I mean Ohio State was still better last year by the way yeah. But I don't give a shit if they return 22 starters. 
and yeah. Ohio State lost 22. Houston is not a better win than Ohio State. And for you to say, I mean, yes, it's on the road. Ohio State's going to be at home. You beat Urban Meyer. Yeah. I mean, who I think is the best coach in college football. Yeah. Maybe history. You can argue Nick Saban, but, I mean, you know, 1A, 1B, whatever. Right. But you had that guy on your team. Oh, yeah. He's lost four games since he's been back. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm four just, games. You can I'm count how scared. many times he's lost on one hand. I feel, I feel like it's going to be a bad. I mean, it could be... Yeah, it could, it could be really scary. And, I'm not counting that at all. And he loves being an underdog. And yeah. I mean, he loves being an underdog. He hadn't lost as an underdog in, I think, seven years. Yeah. So, who... I mean, I actually have... I mean, they did say a few good points, though, too. I mean, I heard on the sports channel, too, that they were saying, can't count him out because of Urban Meyer. Stuff well, like that too, and, so. and it's probably been Dusty Dvorak, because he seems like the only logical one that's <laughs> been giving them respect. Cause, yeah. And I like his opinion. He played the game. Yeah. He knows what it's like to play at a big-time school. Uh, it seems like it, so he knows like what right. what not rebuilding and reloading is. Yeah. And I mean, because listening to him and uh, Josh the Latvia Missile, mm-hmm. they they got they were talking kind of get not into it, you know, just bickering. Like he said, Josh said that Houston is going to be their their toughest game because it's a high state game. If they oh, win, wow. it'll be a deceptive good win. And, I was, and Dusty goes, I mean, just like what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, are you seriously saying this to me? Like, yeah. Uh, you really just said that, like that Houston is going to be a better win than Ohio State, and Ohio State is not going to be a good win. I don't yeah. care when you play Ohio State; it's a good win. Oh yeah. And he goes, not only that, you're, you're beating Urban Meyer. Yeah. I mean, it is more than just beating. I mean, you are beating a guy who's has the best winning percentage in college football since World War Two. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So. I, you know, and, and by the way, you know, Bob Stoops and Urban Meyer, I think then, I think Stoops is fifth since World War Two in winning percentage. Oh, wow. Or no, no, Stoops is third since, war, or somewhere around there. Um, they're both like in the top five. Stoops has one of the best winning percentages of all time. So, yeah. I mean, them going head to head, both from Northeast Ohio. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be real and, fun. But, it, 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 uh, sorry, got off track. What Dusty said, mm-hmm. how uh, uh, Josh, you know, was going to downplay the win. And he was like, dude, Ohio State, it's not like the guys that are replacing those 17 starters are scrubs. Right. I mean, they have been, in since Urban Meyer's been, the, been there, you go back, you look on Rivals, Scout, ESPNU, you, Alabama's been the best recruiting team. But you could say Ohio State's probably the second so it's right. it's not like oh, yeah. I mean these guys are not good right yeah it's not like I think people especially from down here don't realize you know what Ohio State is that's what it is you know yeah. they, they think they're rebuilding and they don't know that they don't rebuild which is stupid because you at OU are the same right you guys reload you don't rebuild so why yeah. that's why I got upset because uh-huh. I'm like you got no respect for Ohio right. State yeah I was like and they just got voted the number one Program of all time, yeah. by the way. So, thank you, ESPN, for at least giving you respect. Or, actually, AP. AP. Fuck ESPN. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't even have in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, it's. I was like, how do these fans not, not understand this? Or these, yeah. I mean, but you, I mean, you said some of them do give them the credit. Some of them said, we'll be a close game. It yeah. will be a good win. But I, I mean, hear I, as many it was weird. the opposite. Well, you know, when it came out on Vegas, the line came out at, like, Nine or ten. Nine or ten. 
That was crazy. I can't believe Vegas was not giving them that much respect. I mean, seeing Ohio State as a 10-point dog is weird. But it went down to like six now. Well, I mean, I but I seriously told people. I think people, I think a lot of people jumped on that because I think I, that's why a lot of people their mindset was like, oh, Vegas is saying this. Yeah. You know, so sometimes just the general public kind of looks at that. But you're right. It, it came out initially, and I I remember I went to work the next day, uh-huh. and I told people at the office they knew we we knew, you know we do did a lot of betting last year, and uh-huh. I love to bet. But I I walked in the office. I go right now. Put your money on a high stick. Yeah. And I said, not to win, but to cover, to cover. a 10-point spread. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? I know. And, and you know, I, who knows? They may lose by 14 points. I don't know. But I would not bet on them losing by 10 right. points. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I just wouldn't. Because yeah. it's still, they're still going to be good. Yeah. They're, they're not going to win it. But they can, I mean, they, I mean, hell, Phil Steele has a number four. Yeah. I mean, he's the most accurate picker, and he has them number four right behind OU at three. Right. So, I mean, he, oh, yeah, it's he, gonna he be knows a, they got players. There. Yeah, he's smart. And it's a, it, it, yeah, it's, I was like, come on, you, you better not have State pick. But it'll, oh, it'll, it'll I mean, be good. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking fun. forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun game. It is. It's going to be a good one. Are you going? I want to go. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get tickets, but I want to go and tailgate and be around the atmosphere. I got to find, uh, I think I'm gonna, like I said, I think I'm gonna try to get a hold of my cousin and see if he's gonna tailgate because he usually knows some cool people at tailgate. So, Kyle? I think, yeah. So, I think I will try yeah. to do that at least. Yeah, I see. Because, I mean, you're probably going, so. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I hope. Right. I, uh, John, he promised me, but I don't actually, he, he mentioned it earlier this year. He's like, yeah, you're going, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I haven't heard anything since, but I mean, I haven't heard anything saying I'm not going either. Right, right. But I probably need to verify that again yeah, because I, I will have to find a way to get tickets. I mean, the game's already sold out, so I don't. Well, we could probably still go down there and have a good time and try to scalp them right dude, at the end. Scalping, scalping right at the end, dude. You're gonna pay a fucking fortune. Well, I'll pay more for that than I paid for the national championship. Well, no, like, can't you get them pretty cheap? Like, like let's say the after game the third s- quarter, after like the. <laughs> First few minutes of the first quarter. I mean, yeah. Like after like the first you, ten, you, you mm-hmm. can get lucky and find somebody that yeah. is just trying to dump them off. Uh-huh. But and there are always people out there. But you got to find them. And uh, it typically, you know, I go up to the to the game. I drive down to Norman. Mm-hmm. I want security that I'm going into that game. Yeah. So I want to get the t- like when we would go to Ohio for for games like uh-huh. every year, we would scalp always. Uh-huh. And t- I mean, we got tailgated for like five hours well, we would buy our tickets like before we tailgated oh, okay and we didn't really wait to like there were a couple games where i think we would walk into the stadium and, mm-hmm. and we'd buy them but it was like you know they were playing india uh-huh. and it was sold out but it was like we could still buy tickets right yeah but you know you know was, we were like you know when they played like iowa or wisconsin we were like we need to get the tickets we we didn't drive all this way right. to not get the tickets so we yeah Hey, so you would go and I mean like 150 200 dollars ticket sometimes but yeah. but you know we at least knew we were going, going to get, and we yeah. could enjoy tailgating now. yeah so that was well hopefully like I said if it's a really cool tailgate I'll have a, a nice TV set up too well, yeah. and again and if you don't know you can make it in at least you know you can watch it and you know the like the reason I think it's going to be tough to find tickets is you're going to have a lot of higher step people come down for the game yeah but 
they are going to build this game huge. Oh, it's going to be gonna, huge. The hype is just starting. It's going to be huge. And it will, I mean, like, I'm predicting it will be considered, or the hype will be at least said to be considered, the biggest game in Norman's history. So, and because, I mean, the, you know, I, remember, I went to the Notre Dame game a few years ago. Notre Dame was, like, number two yeah. in the nation. OU was really good. I, it was, at that point, they were talking on the radio. This is maybe the most hype in Norman ever. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, for, like, a non-conference game. Right. You know right. what I mean? Um, and I'm like, they're like, this Ohio State game's going to be bigger. Um, and even, I mean, because the, they're, uh, Ohio State's most likely going to be undefeated. Yeah. I mean, OU does have a tough game against Houston. I'm still going to say Houston is a tough game. Yeah. I went on that whole rant, but they, <laughs> they are good. <laughs> so, uh, that, you know, it's a road, well, quote-unquote road game. Um, it's in Houston, Texan Stadium. I'm sure a lot of OU fans are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's still in Houston, though. So you're right, you're tough. right. No, you're right, and it will be. It'll be good. It's going to be a good season because already. because I want Ohio State I know. to be. Yeah. I want that game to be big. Yeah, I want it to be big, like undefeated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, It'll be awesome. Have the AP polls come out yet? Uh, yes. Okay. I, I haven't seen them. I, I can't. I didn't pull them up, though. Hold on. Pull them up, but yeah, the AP I, poll did actually came out. It came out. Was it Monday? Uh, today. It came out today. Today. Today, Junior. So, yeah, okay. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, well, you pull that up. And you fill air. No. I'll, uh, man, what do I need to talk about? Well, do you, uh, do you think OU's going to win? I mean, I, I will, I'll pick them to win, yeah. It, I, I mean, I, it, 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 it's, I, it's one of those games where I almost don't want to pick them to win, because then if I feel like if I pick them to win, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just when you're down on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, the past few years... It's just one of those things with OU where you just feel like you got to be down on them because you don't want them to disappoint you. Yeah, and I mean, OU's going to be good this year, don't Yeah. I mean, I know that everybody was, last year, did, didn't think anything, you know. Right. Baker Mayfield was unproven. It came yeah. off a five-loss season. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, supposedly supposed to be another maybe down year. Right. But it, you know, turned into a great year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... So. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say they'll win. I'll say they'll win. And it, I, okay, whatever happens, I won't be surprised. Right. So if Ohio That's State, if Ohio State wins, I'm not predicting because I really, it's tough to put out a prediction on that. I need to see yeah. how they both play the right. first couple games. But whatever happens, whoever wins that game, I, right now, I won't be surprised. Right. If Ohio State wins, I'm not going to be surprised. If OU wins, I won't be surprised. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, saying that right now, I feel the same way. That's why I feel like it's hard to just pick. I feel like it's a coin flip. Unless OU comes out and, like, destroys... Okay, yeah, a, a route either way of, will surprise me. Yeah, if they destroy Houston. Okay. Then I will go in with higher expectations, you know? Well, if OU, and, and yeah, especially if Ohio State, you know, because struggles to Tulsa the right. week before. Yeah. They play Tulsa the week before. Yeah, I know that. Tulsa, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny, too. But, yeah, so if they struggle in that right. game... So, I mean, that's why you have to watch the seasons to really gauge but, the prediction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and again, you still can't even gauge on that. I mean, right. Ohio State is not going to come out with the intensity against Tulsa right. as they are against OU. They're yeah. probably... Hell, that game could be a lot closer than anything. <laughs> Did you pull it up, though? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I got into talking again. Um, 
Rockies. Yeah, so. AP preseason. Oh, that's the. Oh, okay, coaches Alabama, one. Clemson, two. OU, three. Florida State, four. Ohio State, five. Nice. So it's three versus five right now, according to the coaches. And the AP has it. Are you sure the AP came out? Yeah. What Pretty nonsense sure. is this? Uh, okay, hold on. Can you just type in like... I am. It's, I'm just going to Google. I just went to ESPN. I don't know why. Just type in PP. But, um, yeah, it'll be a fun game. Yeah. I think... I think, uh... I think it will be a good game. I mean, uh, I mean, I won't be disappointed if Ohio State blows it. I won't. But I don't really think it's very possible. But I, I, and I could, I could see OU beating Ohio State in a route mm-hmm. before I could see Ohio State beating OU in a route. Um, even though I said you know I wouldn't be surprised whoever won, right. but I just think Ohio State lost their five best defensive players. Yeah. Um, along with eight starters on defense. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, to. Who is their first game? Who is Ohio State's first game? I, it's yeah. I, I think it's some Mac school. Um, I mean, they always play a Mac school. They have a contract. It's I mean, probably Kent State or yeah. Northern Illinois or something. I mean, like that, that could be another the only downfall is they're playing, you know, two cupcakes. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's, it's Ohio or State. it could be good for them to get um, the new starters. You know, some some games under their legs. Yeah, I mean, because they're going to play either way. They're going to play two teams that are. Easy at yeah. first, and then they're going to go Ohio you on the road. That is, you know, a tall task. But yeah. you again, that's not JT Barrett's not going to come in intimidating, right? You know no. what I mean. No. And that's the one guy you want to be ready. It's quarterback, right. yeah. So you got a good quarterback, you got a good chance. I think. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield's really good. I'm, I I do fear OU. Stanford. OU has yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. AP. Sorry. Alabama won. Clint. No, this is. This has to be. No, that's the 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, there was just no way that was. I was like, what? That's weird. I mean, are you sure? I thought it did. Maybe not. Are you insane? I don't know. Yes, maybe I'm dumb. I thought I read something somewhere. Maybe not. I just now. Oh, in USA Today, is that. Well, that's different. Where's that? Well, that's the. And that used to be like. I think that was the coach's poll. Well, we can talk about this later because now. Okay, never mind. We don't have to worry about that. But, um. But yeah, so. Well, we've talked long enough that we need to get out of here. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like the longest episode yet. <laughs> I know. We gotta, oh, we gotta cut this off. That's why we, we can do whatever we want. Though. I know. Um, had a great time. Yeah, yeah. good show. Good show. We're good gonna show. go see uh, Suicide Squad tomorrow. So yeah, talk about that next. We'll episode. let you guys know how it goes, and listen for our football um, picks next episode. Too. Yeah, for real. Episode two slash two twenty seven. I guess two dash two, or well, okay, it's our twenty seventh overall episode. Yeah, or this is our twenty sixth, but our first. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. How are we gonna? Yeah, let's how just call it episode one. Well, this is episode one, season two. Episode one, season two. All okay. right. Later. So, see you. See you.
Time to get out of here. If I can get this going. Slow-mo.